Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no way I'm going to do that, Drew. It's just not going to happen. Put it Listen, back in you your pants. No, oh, no. If oh, you just, just, oh. just touch it. Sorry. Just, just sorry. Oh. Just oh. Oh. oh, hi, everybody. That's awkward. That's what yeah. my gym teacher um, said to me when I was just a wee pup. Just touch no, it. No, no. Sorry, you had to experience that's, that. That's not. That was said, I didn't bring it out to breathe. service response, Stephanie. I am sorry that you had to experience that. Um, but moving on. <laughs> yes, moving and moving Day-o. on from that. Service and out of the uh, gate. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this awkward episode of Trailer Talk. Um, I just want to start out. True. Right? Once a boy finds his penis, that's all he wants to ever talk about. That's it. You know, that's weird. Forever. I have a one-year-old, and everybody was like, oh, I have a boy, a one-year-old boy, and everyone was warning me. It's like, oh, once he, you know, realizes it's down there, he's just going to play with it. I mean, because he's like, he plays with anything. But, like, that's what, like, little kids do. They find their little wiener. Drew, they, they were talking about you. They oh. were, but I'm segueing it to my kid, so it doesn't sound weird, okay? <laughs> oh, Walk got me it. here. Yeah. Just replace the kid. I love my penis. Ah. Okay. I, I'm... I'm I'm sure a lot of you. We're gonna start this episode over. Pagan, <laughs> roll the intro. <laughs> Wait, hold on a <laughs> what are you talking about? It was already in, in tech. Can edit this out. It's fine. Since hey, the opening, oh, we just went straight to tech difficulties. I knew Luke. this We're going to start this one over. Uh, hi, are... everybody. Welcome to Trailer Talk. <laughs> I'm this is Obi Wan Kenobi, the porn version. The, yes, no, no, it's not. No, Star Wars no. Is, I mean... is for kids. It's okay. Yeah, tell that to all the furries. Yeah, no, that's different. That's different. Uh, Do porns have trailers? You know they should. I they, they probably should. should. I feel like, like like would they would they but they give but away they, all the good stuff. Yeah, they probably like they give literally. Away. They, you gotta be careful not to shoot their load, right? Yeah. <laughs> will, will Johnny come? Will he come? Hold on, right? Pizza delivery boy, forty-seven. Find out. There we go for PJ. Also, uh, like on a, oh, very nice. A little late there, buddy. A little yeah, late yeah, on that button. A little late. I know. It I'm, has I'm a not. Delay. I didn't have a cue. Like a one-year-old trying to find his penis. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Ooh, like how I came back there. Oh, there you go. It's a little faster. Yeah. Uh, he's so funny. <laughs> he's here all day, folks. And by all day, I mean try the meatloaf hour. For the next hour. EJP, thank uh, you yes. so much for donating. Just yeah, throw that out there on an unrelated note. Yeah, no, and if uh, if you are donating today, you're donating to help Ukraine give soup to Ukraine. So appreciate that. We're uh, with everything that's going on, it's crazy. So instead of donating to Couch Soup, donate <laughs> soup to Ukraine and help them out um, by clicking the donate button in the chat or right below. So uh, that would be really awesome uh, to support those guys, everybody, and what we can do over there. Uh, uh, yeah, Darcy, thank you so missiles. much. Yes, give them all the weapons. 
And speaking, you know what they need? They need, here's a good segue. They need an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, <gasps> if he was over there, he would fucking save the yes. day. They need some Force users. They need, like, an, like or, you... or a bunch of Inquisitors over there. Like, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. like if Putin has Inquisitors, Ukraine's got a Kenobi, right? And it's like, let's bring this shit down. Russia's um, kind of like stormtroopers right now. They're just falling <laughs> down. You blow at them, they fall over. Yeah, it's true. They're, they're they're not the clone troopers. They're like the actual humans that can't shoot. Stormtroopers uh, are the worst shots. Mm-hmm. Like they just like yeah. they couldn't hit the side of a wall. And they're so easy to take true. out. Yeah. Well, it's because <laughs> uh, well, and that's interesting. You know, they actually explain. Uh, like I'm going to nerd out. Uh, this is this is, y'all. This is my realm. Star Wars is no, my I jam. Uh, uh, so, but um, in the trailer we're about to watch, there's actually like it. This takes place. Uh, 10 years after the events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. So that's like the moment where Anakin and and, and uh, Obi-Wan fight and Anakin takes him out on Mustafar and, right. and mm-hmm. Anakin becomes Darth Vader. So this is 10 years after like the, the Empire has formed, right? So the, the Clone Wars are over. Uh, Ewan McGregor has like uh, has taken Luke and uh, run off to Tatooine to kind of like and, and given Luke to uh, the Lars family to raise his Uncle Owen. Uh, and Aunt Beru um, <clears throat> and Leia went with uh, um, uh, the the the, the, the guy, guy, da, da, da. somebody help me. Uh, Leia went off to uh, God, man. So it's listening to somebody same. tell us about days of our lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know days of our lives. This week. Um, but what you get it. Called? Yeah. So this, like, so yeah. when a new oh, hope starts, it. right? And when a new hope starts, this is like when you know when Kenobi is an old man. So we're still uh, a little bit away from that right so this is only 10 mm-hmm. years after the fall of of um the uh the, the rise of the empire and so in the fall of the jedi the jedi order and everything like that so um we're, we're, we're this is going to be interesting so like this is going to kind of bridge the gap a little bit right between hey, do you, what do you, we, can i tell you what i was going to get you for your birthday when covid yeah that but then covid came and we couldn't go mm, yeah i was taking you to the place where they made the baby Guy, the baby Yoda, the little, baby, the baby Yoda, Yoda. The Grogu? You, were, you were gonna go see it. They're gonna make it. What do you mean take the where like, They're gonna make it. I, I, the, the, we have connections, buddy. I was taking you there, and then like the, the, the animatronic, like the animatronic place. one. Yep. Oh, yep. No way. That would have been yep. And everybody oh got COVID, God, and you didn't get to go. I didn't get to go. <laughs> Just so that uh, you know, I would have. Just I, wanted to. They rub probably it in wouldn't have let me in. They were like, he's going to steal him, and I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Maybe we can go. Maybe next birthday. Yeah. It was um, so listen, way, this is your jam. This is your oh, jam. Man, I'm going to shit all over this just just because. Just because. I'll, I'm on your side, Drew. It's okay. I'll be on your side. Ooh, did anybody else bring the popcorn? Yeah, we're, ready. <laughs> we're ready. Let's talk about the worst film franchise in history. Person. Let's go. What? No. Star <gasps> My heart. My who heart. Says, who says I love Star Wars? Everyone loves Star Wars. It's cultural. Oh, my God. Oh, snap. Wait a second. Is this the trailer? He's got a Sith one, and uh, Drew's got a fucking Jedi one. Yeah. Obi Wan versus uh, Darth Vader. Oh, oh, oh! There we go. Yeah, I've got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got four of them. <laughs> well, no, you don't know why. You got. You got four lightsabers. You got four lightsabers. All of them are Sith, or like, do you have them in different colors? No, I got all the. That that was Marisa's, so she, of course, had to have red. So, yeah. Yeah. What, well, it's cool about these. You can actually change out the kyber crystal, and you can make it like whatever you want. You can want. make so any color can, you want. I can only you know that name. Today. Only you yeah. that name. Listen, I, don't get me wrong. I'm the kid that actually went to the movie theater to see Star Wars. Like I was, 
I, I, I couldn't wait for the, for the second one. I was like, I, I had all my theories about what it would be like in the different worlds and, and how people would grow. You know, like what was it, what, what, what would the old Republic and, and, and Jedi might have looked like and, and how, why they fell off? But never once as a kid did I, did I, did I suspect that the, the reason why they're all killed off is the fact they're cold hearted, emotional, isolated, arrogant, lying assholes. Hey, you're not wrong. Uh, you know, and, and, that, and that's why Pal- and that's how Palpatine kind of like pulled the wool over their eyes, right? They were just mm-hmm. overconfident, um, you know. Yeah. So, and that you know, which, which led to their downfall. Um, and uh, yeah, that, you're you're not wrong there. I mean, and I, and that's kind of like what the the new trilogy was sort of like leaning at. What Ryan Johnson was trying to say with saying where Yoda's like, you know, you don't need to follow the rules anymore, right? Like the order failed. You know what I'm saying? Like what we what we were trying to do didn't work. Do your thing. You know, uh, you know, train in your way. Uh, so and and do it know, for the, what though? Like they all talk about the good and the evil and going one side or the other side, but what did either of yeah. them do for anybody? What did the Jedi's do versus what did the what did the uh, evil empire do? What like, do you mean? Well, I mean, it's well, clear. What did they do? They make, they it, they do make it very clear that the, the Empire is evil. I mean, like, it's it's not like... It, but so what did the not... Jedi do for them? What did they, well, what they... Did they do for them? How did they make stuff better? And what was evil about well, they it? Kept the peace. Well, they kept the peace, right? So, like, before, or the, how the what Empire peace? keeps peace. All the places how they the went Empire to, the peace looked peace. fine is by it's it's basically it's basically Putin taking over Ukraine right like they they say this is our land and you oh, buy, you run by you, our right. rules right you know versus when the when the um when the Jedi were in control or like uh, the I guess before it was uh, the uh the galactic not the empire but the the senate when the senate was running things they kind of let every planet kind of do their own thing so like Naboo had their own government and their own thing uh, like all the planets could, but what was that government like? Was own... it was it run by Donald Trump? Was it run no, by it was you know like... some other? No, it, yeah. it, it I, you never saw that run... though. No, you did in the prequels. You saw the Senate and how everybody had a vote. Right? No, no, so but you never saw. But you've never, you never life was never miserable under the. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like that. Communist versus like you didn't really have that vibe. It was just supposed to be good versus bad, and the bad is always trying to pull you from the good side i don't know yeah it was, well it, i mean it, the, the the first movies didn't really dive into it it wasn't really about that right it was about mm-hmm. uh, uh so, there's a very ba- there's very bad people out there you know the darth vader being the in the empire and there's the rebellion that's trying to bring it back to uh you know the, the back to the peace that once was right and so it's 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 luke skywalker's journey and his journey to kind of defeat that evil uh in the jedi and bringing back the jedi so um, yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, just saying, the I prequels, didn't see much and the evil. prequels kind of made it more politi- brought politics back to it, right? Um, and the, the 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 sequels did as well in some in some way as well, uh, especially the second movie was very political. Um, yeah, so I don't know how political Obi Wan's going to be. It doesn't. It it does seem like there's going to be. I mean, we can watch the trailer and kind of break it down, but it does seem like there's going to be we some. Can watch the trailer. Uh, yeah, we can watch. The tra- <laughs> Why don't we do that? Actually, yeah, yeah. Why don't we drop it? But real quick, real quick, I want to give shout out to Anonymous donated $20, 20 thank pounds. Yes. Thank you, Anonymous. And thank you, Darcid, for your donation as well to giving soup to Ukraine. I appreciate that, guys. Yes, agreed. Um, I'm going to be Thanks, the worst guys. arguer here because I don't even watch it anymore, but I'm going to ride your ass all episode. God. This is going to be great, honestly. I'm just going to. I'm excited. So much entertainment for me. Why are there never really good aliens? In all of this <laughs> universe, it's always just humanoids doing stuff. Like, I want really good aliens. 
Mm, there's I mean, no good aliens. Well, I mean, there's the, tons of aliens, they, and they're just backdrops at a bar. Well, no, the Grand Inquisitor. Like where? Like they come on? I mean, they're humanoid. Huge, I mean, you're you're thinking so you, you, you want like sort of like tentacles and shit. Like you're like you're thinking like oh, they should oh, okay. be giant. Okay, like Jabba. Okay, yeah. Like so, most of Star yeah, Wars yeah, are humanoid. You only you only said that you only said tentacles because you were thinking about your penis again. But the like a good alien force. I don't know. An alien? I don't know. There, there's yeah. lots of aliens in Star Wars. Look, Wars is the, the first two movies were good Wookiees because you were a child. You were Yoda's 12. Yoda's an alien. Wookie, Wookiees are aliens. Twi'leks All these man babies that love this stuff is because they were aliens. so little when they watched it. <laughs> it was like, it was the, the greatest movie they saw when they were a child. The and then they the just, you know what? Here's a theory for you. Why do you think, an alien. I mean, why do you think well, these do better? are going to do better on television than they do in the movie theater. Because, come on, let's after Empire Strikes Back, every single Star Wars movie was a piece of dog no, shit. No, Return of the Jedi was what, what, why are the these, Force Awakens. Why are these so much better on TV? Why do you I, think they're so much better on TV? I mean, that's an interesting question. I, I wouldn't say they're better uh, right, right off the bat. I'll just mm-hmm. jump in. I, I don't know necessarily they're better, but I think what's great about TV is you're able to tell longer, deeper stories right like so like the the mm-hmm. where you can have eight hours of storytelling where a movie you know ma- yeah. you're, max you're probably going to do three hours right uh so uh mm-hmm. and it's very hard to tell like a very uh, uh intricate story uh in three hours right you know where you're trying to s- set up a lot of pieces right so i think that's where the mandalorian and book of boba fett and now Obi-Wan, we're, 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 we're able to dive a little deeper where like, you know, the, the movies are sort of like it's top level. You can really only focus on one story and one one arc. Here's a random little bit, little tidbit for you. Did you know that when George Lucas first laid out the world that he did it in the old, his whole purpose was to do it in the idea of uh, serialized radio and uh, television adventure programs that he grew up with. It was never thought of. He never first made it as a movie. It was always for him to be a television series. Didn't you, isn't that weird? You ever hear that before? I've never heard that before. I'm not sure. No. I'm, I'm not sure that's accurate, but um, yeah. Well, I've been wrong before. Yeah. <laughs> go check out the Elvis. Go check out the yeah. Elvis uh, clip. Yeah, uh, if there's anybody who loves Elvis. Although I'm still right about that Thunderbolt. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, know. If, I don't know if that's hundred percent accurate, but I, I I know he 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 mm-hmm. did write it as like uh, like a longer form. Like he actually had to break up. He when his first draft was basically all three movies. The first like re, uh, the first movie all the way to Empire, and he kind of wrote a huge backstory, which is what the prequels were. So he kind of had to like take mm-hmm. it take like one piece out of his sort of idea and kind of wrote. Coppola made fun of him. Oh. After the screening, you know they had the original screening in the Man's Chinese Theater. Yeah, yeah, and well, and the reason they made fun of him, and they got they only got to sit because he was like, "What's this force stuff?" Yeah, yeah. It, well, it it was very hokey, and then John Williams came in and saved his ass, right? Like, yeah. uh, b- because he didn't ha- Spielberg too. Spielberg loved yeah, it, and yeah, Spielberg got it right away. And but the when he did a lot of early screenings, people thought it was going to flop. Star the original Star Wars, but then John Williams like laid his music down and it just made it epic, right? It it and and we've seen mm-hmm. it, and that's what this trade like the moment Man's that Chinese, music comes on, it's just it's a game changer. Yeah, it, that there oh, they did a good a job. Man's yeah. Chinese yes. Theater only took the original Star Wars for seven days, and then they had lineups around the corner, and then they they had to replace it with the guy that director guy famous director's follow up to The Exorcist, which just bombed. <laughs> Anyways, enough of nostalgia. Okay, as a trailer. <laughs> As a trailer, yeah. mm-hmm. as a trailer, mm-hmm. 
the music was insane. Like yeah, the, mm-hmm. the choir over the yes. logo was intense. Oh, yes. It actually in the beginning made me go, okay, here they go again. I'm gonna probably watch this. But it the trailers drifted for me. About in the middle of the trailer, it kind of just went. And by the time those green birds came up, I was like, what, what's happened? Where? Like I'm not intrigued anymore. Okay. What do you okay. What do you guys think? Pagan, what do you got? I mean, I'm intrigued. I mean, oh, go oh, for go it, ahead. Steph. You might be actually oh. a fan. <laughs> no, I'm kind of curious to hear what you have to think. Uh, no, I like. I mean, I think that it's funny. I'm actually not a big fan of the movies. I like the original trilogy, four, five, and six, and then the rest of them I just I can't watch. Um, but I, funny enough, like I actually like the series. Like I liked Mandalorian, and I haven't seen Boba Fett yet. Uh, I've heard mixed mm-hmm. things, but I think that a series like this I actually could be into. Um, I don't know who she is, but she looks like some sort of Sith Lord or whatever, and she looks badass. It, Love that. And she's an Inquisitor. Yes. Um, she is badass. Yeah, an Inquisitor? Yes. Well, she looks fucking badass. And badass. I'm all about that. And also, like, the the coloring of this looks great. The set pieces look really cool. Yeah. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for that kind of thing. So I could actually watch this and like it. Okay, um, there's no Ewoks, thank God. There's none of those <laughs> like, stupid I, I don't have any sort of discrimination against Ewoks. Uh, I think they're fine. Um, and if they were in this movie... They're good for, the they look good on pajamas and bed sheets. Damn right they do. It's not, a, it's not a man's science fiction show. It's not an adult science fiction. And anyways, it's not even science fiction. It's science fantasy. Oh, can I tell you a story? Oh, okay. Story time with PJ. Uh, story time. So when, when I published my sci-fi novel... Okay, here we yes, go. I have here we go. Yeah, plug. plug. Uh, you can, you can, you can order the first book on couchsoup.com. Yeah. I was doing a tour through Barnes and Nobles, and and Barnes and Nobles was uh, walking me through, and they were very excited. They go, "Oh, we don't have very many Star Wars books for for uh, teenagers." And uh, as she's as I'm she's saying this, I'm walking by an end cap of like fucking Star Wars extended universe of novels, mm-hmm. and uh, and I said to her, "But what about those?" And she looks at me. I shit you not. She looks at me. She goes. Star Wars? Oh, those aren't books. And kept right on walking oh, wow. and didn't even <laughs> skip a beat. Interesting. Wow. 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 Well, yeah. to each their own. That was at Barnes and Nobles. That <laughs> would have been 2000 and yeah. I don't know. A while ago. Eight? Before Nine. Disney. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Way before Yeah, Disney. there was a, like, yeah. a lot. They, they were really pumping out a lot of novels back then uh, before Disney took over. And it was at, there was a point where you're sort of like, because I was trying to keep up, and you're like, I can't even keep up with the amount of books and comic books they're putting out, like the expanded universe, and it was like it was pretty brutal, like not brutal, but it was just it felt like more of a money grab than it felt like really actually oh. expanding the universe at some point. This is a business. No, I'm absolutely. sorry, Star the Star Wars yeah. people, they don't care about you. This is a fucking huge business, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and now that da- Disney's involved, Disney. it's even Disney. bigger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like Disney. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, listen, but they don't want to fail either, right? And they understand that there's fans no. that want are very passionate about well they've this. proven that they can't fail well uh, not they've proven that they can't you know, not fail. necessarily i mean uh, solo wasn't a resounding success um and i wouldn't I, I'd, I'd be i'd argue to say that even um the, the the sequel trilogy wasn't a resounding success that they wanted it to be i think the first movie did very very well for them but i don't think the second two mm-hmm. movies were the blockbuster they're not in the top at least i'm not don't yeah, think true. they're in like the top they're not avatar successful they're not 
they're not uh, Spider-Man yeah. No Way Home successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, which no. and they should have been. It's Star Wars, guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the it's mm-hmm. sort of like saying like you just made a Star Wars movie and you're not the number one movie in the world forever. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how that's it should fair. be yeah. for Star yeah. Wars. Um, so, yeah. but don't don't you feel a little betrayed by the prequels? And the recent Disney yeah. films destroyed all hope and magic, especially in Last Jedi. All the deconstruction of the series. How do you feel about that? You know, uh, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I, I, I could go on and on. Like, uh, uh, it's hard, right? Like, I'm a fan. I, I love Star Wars. So I find the good parts and even the bad in the bad things, right? So how old were you when you saw mm-hmm. the first one? Uh, well, I was born in 1980. So uh, I, the, the first one I no, would have. So you saw it so after. So the first one I would have yeah. saw in the theater, my, I think my, my brother took me. Uh, so you saw him out of order. N- well, Matthew Snyder, stop talking, PJ. <laughs> no, I can't, buddy. This is my time to rag on Drew. Like, it's like I, these are cherished moments cherished of mine. Moments. you got to let me have stop this. Stop talking, PJ. So and wait, by the what, way, everybody, I'm just movie? doing this to pull on Drew's no, yeah. pisser. Well, I mean, I mean, we could talk about, about it earlier. We could talk about like the prequels and this. I, but let's focus on Obi-Wan for a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, because uh, this trailer is actually, there's a lot here to kind of break down. Um, like mm-hmm. if, right away, I mean, you're seeing what's great and I think a lot of, uh, franchises are failing at this is that the fact that they put in and they have John Williams scoring this uh, this series mm. right so John Williams mm-hmm. the the guy who basically made Star Wars next to George Lucas uh, is scoring this and right yes. away in the trailer we're hearing duel of duel of the fates and battle of the heroes and they kind of merge them yes. which is actually really cool so they've sort of like blended the songs That's together really cool. so battle of the heroes is when um, you know like and duel of the fates is they're just like iconic songs from the from the prequel trilogy which obi-wan and ewan mcgregor's obi-wan is prominent right so that right away just mm-hmm. sets the tone that this is you know, the goosebumps you get from hearing that. Uh, and then we see, like, a lot of really cool things. Like, obviously, we see Obi-Wan in hermit mode, kind of, and he's kind of sulking around, and he's looking after Luke. Young, We see young Luke kind of looking like he's doing a pod racer, kind of, like, or envisioning himself uh, a little bit like his dad, Anakin, you know? Like, he actually almost looks like <laughs> yeah. young Anakin there, uh, which is kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. kind of weird uh, and creepy. Uh, as long as he doesn't say, you're an angel, I think we're good. Um <laughs> And then uh, you're an angel. You're, you're an angel? Oh my god, bad writing. Um, and then I mean, we we get to see like some interesting places because I think a lot of people's worries were this is like okay, how do we make a compelling story about a hermit living on Tatooine, watching over a kid, right? So it's like one location. Can he leave? You know, like what's, you know, like he's supposed to be in hiding. You know, obviously because he doesn't want to draw attention to Anakin, mm-hmm. right? Because the, mm-hmm. or, or sorry, not Anakin, but Luke. So it's like, how do you make a compelling story here? And I think the smart move was, okay, like bring in the Inquisitors, which we have, we've seen in the expanded sort of stories and the video games, mm-hmm. uh, Jedi Fallen Order and on and Rebels, which they were introduced. And I think they actually, if I remember right, and I could be wrong here, guys, but they were actually briefly brought up in like the role-playing games uh, back like a, as a write-up the inquisitor so the inquisitors have kind of been around and sort of like if you're a nerd you've seen you know these guys like you understand and we see them right away you see the the fifth brother and the grand inquisitor are like right away kind of iconic although the grand inquisitor so the grand inquisitor is the guy with the kind of like the fat head and he's kind of got the the markings but when we see him in the video games he's kind of it's more of like a narrow head he's more like a cone head kind of guy um 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, that's a, I, I was thrown off the first time I saw the trailer because I was like, I don't know who that guy is. He's saying he's the Grand Inquisitor. Are there two Grand Inquisitors? But I guess they're sort of doing a little bit of visual retcon, uh, which is fine. I guess they're, mm-hmm. they're welcome to do that. But it's, it, it's okay. I, I was kind of confused there. But, uh, but I think it's really smart that they brought in the Inquisitors. So it's sort of like they're hunting. They know Obi-Wan's alive. Darth Vader knows Obi-Wan's alive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, he got mm-hmm. away. So, and Obi-Wan's pissed, yeah. right? Like, like he's like, you got to find him. Take him out. You know, I know. And there's other Jedi out there. Take them out. And so, like, the Inquisitor's job is, and they're, they're, um, that's, their, that's their job is to, oh. to find Jedi and, 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 and hunt them down and bring them to Vader. Or kill them. So I didn't know that. That's it's cool. super cool. So if they get remotely close to Tatooine, Obi Wan's probably going to lead them off planet, so they don't realize the force because they're force sensitive. The, the Inquisitors are force sensitive. Some of them are are like force sensitive. Some of them are are, are other Jedi. Cool. Were, were Jedi that were turned for after the the, the fall. So uh, so it's actually pretty interesting. So they're so if they could if Luke is doing like anything that could remotely draw attention to him as being a force sensitive, they will take him out. Right. So mm-hmm. Obi-Wan here is probably leading them off planet and which is where, which is cool. Cause we get to sort of get off Tatooine finally um, and get to see other planets and maybe Obi-Wan can like, kind of like really like, like let loose a little bit. Um, and that's kind of mm-hmm. what's, I think the trailer sets up really well here. And I, I guess mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Uh, and what, and what's the possibilities there. I don't know how many episodes there are, mm-hmm. and that's kind of worrisome. I want there to be a ton because I think there's a lot of story to be told here. Yeah. Uh, but I am excited well, that it's, it's a Disney, limited series. Probably. It's like a one-off thing. It's not going to be. Episode a guide says series. six. You know that. Does it? Oh. Okay. Six. Interesting. It says Who in six. McGregor, I don't know he, if he that's comments. true or not. He... Oh, sorry. McGregor made public comments that he he thinks some of the reasons the prequels were so bad was because of the effects and that and that lucas was always trying to put these effects in the background and and you didn't there was not enough time for the acting and but he says in this one it's going to be a lot different because they're using the stagecraft system yeah where the backgrounds are projected on there the same ones that he did the mandalorian Mm. so he's he's Mm. he's come out publicly and said that this is Mm -hmm. going to look way different than than the prequels so that's kind of good yeah well, and speaking of the it like that i mean trailer. i think the it writing does, yeah. yeah i think the writing also played a big <laughs> factor i was in the gonna prequels. say i think that's definitely i mean why it yeah. was crappy as a kid they were fine because i i'm i'm guilty of you know watching them out of order i mean i i remember being four sitting in my grandma's trailer looking up at like a little tv watching the phantom menace and like just in awe <laughs> and I didn't know, you know, and then I learned about these, like the originals. And I was like, oh, these are better. But, you know, I, 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 I still have like, you know, little places from different parts of the movies for the prequels in my heart, <laughs> but they're not because like, it got the you best as a kid. Movies. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. People, when you're a kid, you watch this and you just, there's so much greatness when you're a kid to a movie like this that you just it mm-hmm. sticks with you forever mm-hmm. yeah well and i think the stakes for obi-wan and uh you know darth vader now um in this show i think are going to be kind of high because you're probably gonna i mean i'm hoping you're gonna get to see like a little bit more of like the conflict that darth vader might be facing of like you, you know he lost his wife he lost both of his kids he lost everything he lost his limbs <laughs> like he's lost a lot and so for him, like, you know, and he had that friendship, that, you know, brother bond with Obi-Wan. So I'm curious to see, too, how they tackle that within this as well. 
Um, and I'm excited that all these people from the prequels are coming back for this, that like other people didn't get, really get recast um, besides um, like a young Luke. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So you have like Hayden Christensen's coming back to play Darth Vader, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird, right? Like as long as it's still voiced by, um, uh, no, it'll uh, still be James, James Earl Jones. Jones. Thank you. Yeah. I, but it's kind of weird. Like, so does he take his helmet off? Like why have Hayden Christensen behind the mask? It doesn't. So I'm a little mm-hmm. confused there unless he does like take his mask off and like speak to like you see his face. Must be. Um, Surely he wouldn't be. Yeah, I think I so. Don't know. Maybe yeah, he would. Or... Maybe he would be like. I get to just walk around in this costume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be Darth Vader. Money? I mean, Fuck I guess yeah, that's cool enough, that too. Yeah, 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 I'll get paid. Or maybe flashbacks. Back. I don't know. Because he's got to deliver I mean. the lines on set anyway, yeah, right? So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought, too. Yeah. I thought originally when they casted Hayden Christensen, I was like, oh, maybe they're doing flashbacks to, like, the, the Clone Wars when they're kind of, like, brothers, uh, like, mm-hmm. fighting okay, alongside each so. other. Do you know that when it comes out on the 25th, it's the 45th anniversary of the first movie? Yep. Yep, yes. yep. Wait, what? The first Star Wars oh. premiered on yeah. um, so May 25th. So I, I know where I was on May 25th, 45 years ago. In Man's Shining yeah. Theater? I wasn't yeah. even a glint in my father's No, I was eye, in Canada so. back then. I was, yeah. They I had movie nothing. theaters in Canada back <laughs> yeah. then? Not just hockey pucks and polar bears? <laughs> people drew pictures, people drew what, pictures and somebody right. would tell oh. you. Yeah, yeah it, was like, no. so it was like, yeah, like you were in an <laughs> igloo. You, you would walk out of the igloo and they'd be like drawing in the snow. Uh, well, and the igloos are only up north. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and I think you know, and there's a lot not being said here. There's, um, uh, I mean, though, what the possibilities here are. Obviously, you know, we could see Force Ghosts mm-hmm. of Qui Gon Jinn. Um, uh, there's yes. a possibility. I don't. I. I, I it's doubtful, but uh, Yoda is on is on Dagobah at this point. You know, sort of like mm-hmm. hiding out mm-hmm. too. So. Um, there's also the possibility that, uh, Kanan, uh, Jarus, who's from Rebels is sort of in hiding as well. Uh, not that there might be a crossover there. I, again, I doubtful. I think they're going to pr- keep this pretty, uh, focused on Obi-Wan. I don't know how many, how much run-ins you're going to see with like other Jedi that might be out there. Maybe there will be, I don't know, but, but there's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka is a possibility that, that, that they could bring in here. Ah, yeah, that'd be um, cool. Again, I doubt it's... Rosario Dawson? Would they still bring well, her Well, yeah, because Ahsoka would, st- would oh, be sure. quite a bit younger. Uh, I mean, I guess they could de-age Rosario okay. a little bit, you know, make her look a little bit younger mm-hmm. than she does, but uh, Ahsoka would be quite a bit younger. Um, oh, I see. And th- th- a lot of, there's some theories oh, yeah. I was reading that the, you see the bird, there's like birds that kind of like smoke happens and like there's birds, mm-hmm. like green birds that kind of float the away. green birds? Yeah, a lot of I, I was reading, uh, and I think uh, Creed even posted in the chat that that might be uh, Ahsoka, like because she sort of can like channel herself into sort of these uh, green owls that we saw in Rebels, um, and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, it didn't quite look like owls; those look like kind of more like exotic than mm-hmm. owls. Um, like and, yeah, birds, again, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're gonna bring in Ahsoka here. I mean, maybe they will, but it, it just feels like this is Obi Wan's story, and I think it's gonna be pretty central to him mm-hmm. and not really deviate to and, and it's it's going to be really about him and vader like i think that's going to be the the, the build up here like and they kathleen kennedy mm-hmm. quoted saying like they will fight you will see obi-wan fight vader Ooh. so that is going to happen Yay. like we, yeah they've shown uh concept art where they where they're fighting so uh, yeah. that's cool so that is going to happen I mean, are you guys excited about that? Like to like a rematch? Like, cause think about it. When you saw a new hope, yes. you're having like, you have like 
old ass uh obi Wan. like you know they're not really doing anything cool with lightsabers they're sort of just sort of like touching them no "Eh, eh," you know and it's sort of like and then he like he cuts him he lets him self die and become a force ghost so he Mm -hmm. can help luke escape and train him uh you know it's not it's not a dynamic the dynamic fight that you would imagine after if you had seen uh revenge of the sith right where they fight Mm -hmm. on mustafar and it's like this epic like 20 minute lightsaber battle is I mean, are you? Are, would is that something would that you would, like a rematch? Like, and who do you think would win? Who? I mean, obviously we know they both win and they don't kill each other because they have. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna have but, the but, but I mean, who kind of like one ups the other? I mean, you guys oh, have. Oh, like, nice stuff. What's that? She said, "Who's gonna have? The so who's, who's gonna, gonna have, have the higher, higher ground? ground? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have the. Higher Okay. I feel like Vader's gonna feel like he has the higher ground again, but then it's gonna be like, nah, Obi Wan. <laughs> but I feel like Obi Wan actually. I think Obi Wan might have, you know, his falling moment of uh, he's gonna feel weak. I mean, because the Obi Wan that we see, he's very much like a hermit in <laughs> the originals. Like in four, he's. He's a hermit. He's very much not wanting to interact with anybody. He's the creepy old man in the desert, like <laughs> in a cave, mm-hmm. just yeah. off on his own. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's also why I'm curious to see, um, visually from a standpoint, filling in the gaps. Besides, like what the TV show, other TV shows have done, like just to see, like what else <laughs> was he up to? What else was he doing? What else was he trying to? And like, why was he so? Um, or I'm not sorry. Um, Uncle, Uncle why am I blanking on his name now? Uh, Uncle yeah. Owen. Like I'm curious to see too. Like that dynamic. Like you know, is he going to try to keep Obi Wan as much as like possible away from totally Luke? Yeah, you know, yeah. and like how's that dynamic going to be? You well, know, I mean, we... and and maybe Uncle Owen could jeopardize Luke's um yeah situation I, without even intent. I, I think you might be onto something there, B, and I think that's why we see. Uh, Joel Edgerton kind of reprising his role, which is great that he's back. And so we know from even the first, the A New Hope, like, like he's very adamant, like, don't go see that old, that old crazy old Ben, right? Like, you know, he, he, he's Mm -hmm. very resentful of Obi-Wan, right? And so we might see why, Mm -hmm. you know, here, you know, obviously he doesn't want Luke to become his father, Anakin, because he knows, I think Mm -hmm. Owen Lars is is aware that probably knows that Aunt, like probably obi-wan told him that what happened and he became darth vader so yeah there's there's a bit of a sense of like don't i don't want you anywhere near these jet the jedi i don't want you becoming that like you know like it's my job to protect you you know so uh but i think he mm-hmm. also knows that there's a sense in him that is like it's inevitable that like there's going to be a point where he's going to have to leave the nest you know and that that's kind of what we get the sense of in a new hope and i think there's going to be some mm-hmm. some some words thrown down between Owen Lars and, and Obi-Wan at some point, you know, maybe on and off. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, yeah. Uh, which would be, which will be a great, I think, uh, piece of dialogue. Um, yeah. That's a cool yeah. dynamic to stretch out. There's some cool, there's some, I think it, lo- it looks like a great trailer though. It was, it is a good trailer. Mm-hmm. Like from someone who like really isn't as well versed in the star Wars universe, like it's something that I'm like, I could miss this. Like I could just not watch this and I would be fine. Um, whereas a lot of Star Wars fans are like, I have to watch this. This is amazing because this is mm-hmm. you know, canon and uh, all this kind of stuff. And for me, as like a non-traditional <laughs> Star Wars fan, because I only like the first three, four, five, and six is what I'm talking about. Um, and the rest of them just don't care about. But I have no context, really, about the prequel trilogy. Like, I've seen them multiple times. I just mm-hmm. just goes over my head all the time. 
So this, I know, is like the gap. But I don't really have much pre-context. And I don't really know anything about the Inquisitors and everything. So watching the trailer and being like, oh, I could I could watch that. That looks good. The set looks great. The color looks fantastic. The cast is good. Mm-hmm. Joel Edgerton, um, Ewan McGregor. Like, you can't go wrong there. So I probably would watch it. So I would say that this is a very, very good trailer for anybody who even maybe hasn't even seen Star Wars before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Does, is, is it, well, the, the, is it the lightsabers that kind of help make, like, I guess, I think some people think. I don't know. I think it's it was more about, like, the dystopian future okay. almost because it's not, you know, because of the, it, oh, what's the movie called? It's kind of Blade Runner-esque, right? You've got, like, lots of desert mm-hmm. on Tatooine and then you've got this uh, mad cityscape which looked fantastic um like with all the lights and everything and you're almost on ground level which i don't think we've seen in star wars before have we when they're on ground level in the city well um you're always up in the sky somewhere where you're in like the on the rooftops and stuff yeah whereas this looked like ground level and i thought that was yeah cool. it's a, it's like a new planet uh they revealed it's i think it's called Di- <laughs> D-A-I-Y-U, d-a-i-y-u d-a-i-y-u um so that's a new planet it's kind of like a tokyo style planet uh like with the cool neon billboards so that'll be cool so we get to we get to see some new planets uh which is great which is again I th- what makes star wars great like all the cool locations like that's what made yeah. empire so powerful right mm-hmm. you get to go to hoth and then dagobah and yeah then, you know and uh and oh, then the cloud city you know what yes. i'm saying so it's sort yeah. of like yeah. oh dude, this is cool mm-hmm. so you, you that's what you want when you're in sci-fi science fiction fantasy you want mm-hmm. you want that exploration mm-hmm. new worlds new new crazy places new new characters like we see a new droid in this trailer that we've never seen before at least i've never seen before Mm -hmm. if if anybody knows Mm -hmm. who that droid is like that kind of stuff would appeal more to me than what you were talking about regarding the the do-over the the rematch between oh um, really okay ben kenobi and and or obi-wan kenobi yeah uh, and darth vader like (laughs) that actually doesn't very much appeal to me because like firstly we all know they both survive because the rest of the whole series has to play out so I'm kind of like, eh, do I need to see the rematch? No. Is there going to be some cool choreography? Probably. And is it going to look cool? Fucking probably. Yes. And it's going to sound cool because the sound design's awesome. Always, yeah. And John Williams is back. Yeah. So that oh, would yeah. be cool, but it's not like something that I personally am like, oh man, that would be so cool. This is why I'm going to watch this. This would be like a, I have nothing much else to do and I like the Mandalorian. I might just throw this on and see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you brought up, and it's probably going to look great. So that's probably why you I brought up it. a good point, and uh, you know, I'll throw it back to you guys too, because I, I, I think what's, what where they're going to have problems storytelling wise is we all kind of know how this story ends, right? And even the characters they mm-hmm. introduce, we know how they end. We know how o- Uncle Owen dies, right? We know how Obi Wan mm-hmm. dies. Yeah. We know. We even the, the Grand Inquisitor, who we who they introduce with the cool lightsaber that goes bump 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 bump, right? We know. We mm-hmm. we yep. see he, he, mm-hmm. he dies in Rebels. Spoil alert! Uh, if you haven't seen Rebels, yep. but I mean, ah. a hot take. He dies in Rebels. Uh, the fifth brother, who we see, we we know how he dies. I think we get a glimpse of the seventh sister, another Inquisitor. The only character that's new here is the cool. Inquisitor uh, Riva, who's the the the, uh, yes. the character played by um what's her name is this the badass yeah um, the moses, ah, moses Ingram. Yes. i love her um, yeah so that, mm-hmm. that's really the only She's new character that we see that we don't know how her story ends right like in in, mm-hmm. in canon mm-hmm. so i think it's kind of interesting to kind of like make us like write a story where you can't really f- there's no character here that has like a, a final moment like a moment where we are, don't they they they're, it's just not it, it can't end you know what i'm saying like the story it's just yeah. bridging a gap right mm-hmm. uh, which is i don't know yeah. I, don't, I, I think that's the biggest f- 
my biggest worry of where this is going to go. I mean, I mean, PJ, how would you write that? Like a story that bridges a gap where, where you like, say you, you wrote um, a story in between your two rings of Orbis novels. Uh, like, how do you make that interesting? not an easy question to answer and it all depends on the world building that you did so you know and, and, and I'm sure they do a ton of world building here but to, to bridge that gap you're going to have to take some sort of uh, artistic leeway but hopefully there's somebody that will go no that wouldn't happen because of this that wouldn't happen because of that I mean but it goes back to the point where I made earlier with the uh, with you know as you are uh, you as a fan are you kind of upset the way that this, the TV series kind of deconstructed a lot of what that world building was and then how who's in charge of that and how far does it go. Mm -hmm. But I would grab onto some something in that world building and 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 without it, you're screwed, right? You just make mm -hmm. it up and now you're somebody's gonna go, you should have done that because this and this and this. Yeah. So it's not a, it's not an easy thing. I think though, I mean having the end point would help them in a way, I guess, to be like, okay, well mm -hmm. we need to start off the next chapter like so after these episodes this is where they start and how did they get here and we know where they're ended so they are filling this kind of gap which i think could be very um like on point for the original um like star wars fans and everything because they'll they'll recognize they're like oh my god and that's how that they got to this point and you know and this is how you know, i think that's kind of cool yeah. so maybe they already have a lot of the like the points of like okay so we have this gap in time and then we need to know how obi-wan gets from here to here and let's just play this out and then they did mm -hmm. it and they fucked in a whole new world and everything in there which is kind of cool yeah because it's like well, well, he wasn't read all there the whole time books. he wasn't there on tatooine the whole time he wasn't just a hermit yeah he did a whole bunch of other stuff and nobody knew about it it's kind of cool yeah yeah I, mm -hmm. yeah i think you know i think to your point if if i can summarize maybe what you were saying is sort of like how did how did he affect the larger universe in ways we don't know right yes. so like him going to other planets and maybe he saves jedi maybe he does save kanan jaris maybe he does yeah maybe he does save uh baby yoda maybe there's a tie-in there right like mm -hmm. ma maybe we find out that obi-wan has a larger role to play and how the the re rebellion started right and how the yeah. rebels or became uh, a thing so I think that's where this might go, right? Obi-Wan, while mm. protecting Luke, still had a larger role to play. You know, he, he it's, it's sort of like, even the trailer, he's sort of like, listen, there's nothing left, right? Like, we're scattered, you know, like, I've lost hope. Like, he's sort of down and outs, right? He's, he's sort of like, I lost, we lost, everything's gone, uh, the order's gone. So I think it's sort of like mm -hmm. him finding his way again on how to be, uh, play a role in this new world that exists um hmm. which i which is interesting right i it could be interesting right mm -hmm. so it's sort of like connecting the dots and making obi-wan a bigger player uh than maybe we thought he ever was um yeah which i think is cool and it will do such a good service to the fans of the series because mm -hmm. you know like that's what they're all watching for stuff like that aren't they oh my god look oh my god look. like when fucking boba fett came in into mandalorian everyone was like no shit it's fine <laughs> and they fucking lost totally. their minds mm -hmm. yeah. totally and i think yes. like yeah. you yes. have to play on that yeah. you have yeah. to play, if you don't play yeah. on that as a disney yeah. you know as a you. disney mm -hmm. studio with all the rights with all of the equipment and all of the material 
you have to play into fan service a little bit because you would do a disservice to the fans if you didn't. Oh like, yeah, you, you have to like the music <laughs> really milk those moments where you're like, no <laughs> way, Obi Wan actually did this thing and that has effect later on. And yeah, on. yeah. No, you're not. You're mm-hmm. not. You're not wrong. All we, over his office. We, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, no, yeah. you have to get That's, those moments. You're not you have wrong. to literally yeah. milk it mm-hmm. out of the fans. Hundred percent. I mean, you, you nailed it on the head. Like, it, <laughs> there's a moment. I think uh, yeah. I'll just nerd out real quick. Like, there's a moment in in uh, is it Rebels? There, there's a there's a character in Rebels, and there, that that ties back into the the newest uh, series, animated series, uh, the Bad Batch, that we find out is actually later we see his character like this is Dave Filoni like completely saying like I know who that character is in Return of the Jedi. Like there's a there's a soldier in Return of the Jedi with gray beard and white hair that we find out is a character a clone. He was an old clone from the Clone Wars. Uh, Captain, oh. I, I might be the wrong. It's not. It might be Captain Rex, that survives like all of these battles, survives like the whole time of the Empire, and ends up jo- rejoining the rebellion and helps them as he's a clone. That you know, like mm-hmm. that you know, he uh, escaped Order sixty six. They didn't decommission him. So like, there's moments like that where you find out like Dave Filoni and there's a team at Disney sort of like writing all this stuff and connecting all those dots where you're finding out that there's they're tying not only stuff that's like from the original all the way back to the original trilogy but stuff that like connects back to the prequels and stuff that's going to connect even mm-hmm. farther into the sequels and that stuff like that's that's now you're into now you're into marvel world right where stuff is like holy shit did they just really bring back you know Tommy mcguire and andrew garfield you know for spider-man you yeah. know what i'm saying like you're starting mm-hmm. to get into that world real weird world of like the world is just it's it's small but oh my god it's so big too you know what i'm saying like it can yeah. depending mm-hmm. on how you want to engage with it uh and i yeah. think that's fascinating that's a great point very good point um all in all in the game says doesn't that hinder truly original storytelling going forward um i don't think so like i i, I don't think so i think you could make like really there's an argument here for Disney they could have made a Star Wars TV show that had absolutely nothing to do mm-hmm. with any of the original movies or any of the original characters and just oh, yeah. made a brand new thing that's on them to do mm-hmm. that but because there's such a hype around it and there's this craving in human nature anyway it's like a human like existence to want nostalgia like you yeah mm-hmm. do you ever think about something that you've never that you hadn't thought about before in a long time like you remember something you're like oh my god and then it just starts unlocking a whole bunch of stuff you're like and then this mm-hmm. and then that like that's what i think a lot of the film companies now or production companies are playing on especially with fan series that are big like this harry potter star wars um spider-man like anything comic related mm-hmm. because there is that moment where it's like this is a cool new series and then they touch on something that is connected to a different story that you absolutely love or that was part of your childhood and your whole existence is like oh my god because there's just this big rush of excitement and adrenaline over nostalgia so i don't think it hinders truly original storytelling going forward i think it Mm -hmm. it it adds to that i think it adds to original storytelling yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll counter that point in a way. Like, I do agree that I, I am a little worried. Like, Harry Potter's, I, I felt the same way watching that latest trailer where it's like, 
we've circled all the way back to Dumbledore, right? Like it, it's not even about right. like uh, Newt anymore, right? Like it just seems <laughs> to be about Dumbledore. Where like I, I do, I do get the sense that like I, that's why I, I guess I was excited about the Mandalorian. Like it's a whole, new, it's a new character we've never seen before. Yep. That we get <laughs> to explore the same universe in a, in a timeline that we all loved, which was the old like the old trilogy timeline. Uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and in that vein, like that look and like the, the practical effects and, and stuff like that. So it felt like a, a, a homage to that time and, and the storytelling that we want to share. I do agree that like, I think after Obi-Wan, I, and I, it's kind of like, yeah, w- can we be done with like Skywalkers and the, like tell new okay. stories? Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like Jedi Fallen Order is great. Rebels was great. You know, Kane and Jairus and Ezra, mm-hmm. Ezra Bridger. Um, uh, you know, even inter- the introduce, uh, introducing Ahsoka as a character in the Clone Wars was great. And the fact that she's yeah, getting so a series, I think, yeah. is smart uh, because not a lot of people under- oh, know, know her. And, and I think they mm-hmm. can really give her light. So but I, I do agree. I think it's time to kind of uh, I hope after Obi-Wan, we can kind of move on, like let Vader and Obi-Wan have their last thing. We all know how this story ends. Mm-hmm. And then let's let's move on, guys. Like mm-hmm. this world is giant. Um, there's so many yeah. cool characters and stories we can tell. Yeah. Well, no, I totally agree with you. And just the counter, your counterpoint, and my counterpoint. But I would like to <laughs> no. counterpoint because no. I, I, I'm not saying that I don't think there should be original stories. I think there absolutely should be original stories. But just in the way The Mandalorian was a completely separate story in a timeline that we all liked. But they brought in Boba Fett, which connected it to the originals. Right. And I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. moment when that happens, you're like, oh my yeah. God. That bit is fantastic i don't think the whole series mm-hmm. should be like that like did we need an obi-wan series no probably not but it's cool that it's do you happening think, sorry do you think ahead. they'll ever remake it what do you mean remake it remake. go back and do it all over again the original like remake the first star wars that'd no, be a big thing so. man i don't, I don't really I mean, touch that like like they redid star trek well it was a tv show first i mean look at all the times we redo uh i mean MC maybe movies but i feel like it would have to yeah. be really far out yeah. like i don't think anytime soon like if they did that now yeah. yeah yeah like 40, i just no, think another you know another i think it would have to die you know? like i think star wars would have to fail and then like they would reboot it yeah right? like they'd be like yeah, okay agreed. we got to bring this back let's mm-hmm. tell the original story again with new it's true all in game um sorry mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, but I, that's an interesting. You, you're right. Like it's sort of like it, it. We live in an era of like, like reboot it. And but yeah, I don't know if Star Wars needs that. You know, I think I think people would lose their fucking mm-hmm. mind if they tried to remake Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like just the fact that George Lucas. Oh yeah, lose it. Just fucking. Just the lose fact it. that George yeah. Lucas made the well, special edition trilogy is people still lose their mind. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's just it's like yeah. Why why did you fuck with it? Like it's fine. Like, Why'd you touch it? I, yeah. Like, yeah. What about the Star with the Christmas one? That was a good one. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, yes. We get to meet Chewie's uh, family. The black eyes in our history. <laughs> Jesus. There's a couple uh, Star Wars, uh, old school Star Wars stuff that just you're just like, mm, okay, well. Just go away. Just, just, just. Yeah, we, we could forget about that. But, but what's great, though, like, there's moments, though, yeah. that they, they will reference that. Like, there's moments in Mandalorian where they reference, like, a, I think it's a holiday from the Christmas special. 
like in the show. No way. So they make they it do. canon. Like they make it. So it's it's like like that's what's so <laughs> great about like Dave Filoni running the show over there, like next with Ka- Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy can be like the bigger, like yeah, yeah. But Dave Filoni's mm-hmm. the the nerd over there, really fucking putting everything together, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 doing that and and making like the holiday special relevant again. You know, by just adding an Easter egg where they mention like a holiday, yeah. uh, in uh, in the Mandalorian. So I, it's super cool that. Uh, that we, mm-hmm. I think this is, I th- I do think Star Wars missed a step. I do, but I also uh, with the with the movies. But I do think they're heading in the right direction. I think they're making smart moves. Book of Boba Fett was better than it had any right to be. The Mandalorian is awesome. Oh. Uh, so good. Mandalorian is good. I really enjoyed that. I, I'm hopeful for Obi Wan. I think this will be the most cinematic, and I think this is this is you're gonna see Disney spend some serious fucking money. Not only by a you're bringing in uh, Ewan McGregor. Oh, uh, and you're bringing yeah. back Anakin. You're bringing back Joel, Joel Edgerton isn't cheap anymore. I mean, I think he was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, so, I mean, you're bringing back these great actors, and you, you, John Williams is back. I think um, uh, Deborah Chow is directing uh, the episodes. She did two of the best episodes of The Mandalorian. So, this isn't this isn't like right. their first rodeo. They're gonna make this awesome. It's gonna be cinematic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be powerful. Uh, it's going to look great. I think this is probably gonna be. If we were to look at where Star Wars is going to be in the next five years, I think this might set the stage for not only quality, but the type of storytelling that oh, they yeah. want, might want to do with these limited series. Uh, so, uh, I hope so it gets me a little excited because but also um cautious that because uh, w- w- Obi-Wan, man, it's Obi-Wan. It, it, like, don't fuck this up. You know, like Obi-Wan is mm-hmm. the like the shining light of the prequels. Like he's mm-hmm. literally the best part of the prequel trilogy next to Palpatine. Yes. Um, like yeah. uh, he literally yeah. saves the oh, show. Like he like saves the movies. Like it's anytime Ewan McGregor's mm-hmm. on screen, the movie's already is awesome. Uh, I feel like you can't fuck it up though. If you've got Ewan McGregor on, on board, yeah. like I just don't think you can. He's so good. He's oh, just don't, so don't, good. Don't underestimate Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that's fair. That is fair. They fucked yeah. up other things. So. I think never, writing yeah, never, yeah, yeah. Egos in that town. It's very easy to fuck shit up. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess what Sorry. does well, they've uh, only what, if they do only have what? six episodes. If yeah. they do only have six episodes too, and depending on like what the future holds for this, if it's just the limited series, because I don't remember if it's just a limited series. Um, but even that, it is I mean, it is a only got series. six so episodes. This, yeah, this is it. Uh, I mean, you don't put limited so series on something it, unless you're you're stopping it, right? Like a right hard stop. They're just six episodes. Yeah. In well, speaking of limited series, just a little plug today at three o'clock over on Couch Soup, we're going to have our second anti book club with the film producer of There's Something About Mary and writer of the New York Times bestseller series The Looking Glass Wars, Frank Bedore. So he's going to be nice. on at three o'clock. So any nice. member, yeah. right, Drew? Any membership, any membership level, level can come and can sit in, and and you want to get some good yeah. information on how to break in the film business or break in the book business. Uh, mm-hmm. He's definitely going to have a lot of information. So everybody here, come check that out at at three o'clock our time today, which is in two yeah. hours. Yeah, and it's easy because that's all we do here. We just make shit for you guys <laughs> all, all day, day long. long. That's yeah. all we do. It's easy to become a member, guys. You can become a member for free on Couch Soup, and there's, there's also paid tiers that get you awesome other awesome stuff. Uh, go check it out, couchsoup.com. Uh, and uh, there's a membership I'll tab at the top, and uh, click that and uh, read all about it. Um, and then uh, 
we'll send you an invite mm-hmm. to our our circle, our community platform, where we'll we'll uh, post the link for uh, for the show. Yeah, you have to become a membership to see the link inside Circle. Um, of course, the, <laughs> even the free membership gets yeah. that. So if you want to talk yeah. to somebody who's done it all, Mac, besides Mac me Kilo, and Drew, I'll be there. Hell Drew yeah, touches Maria his own Kunin, penis. Yay, Three o'clock. Nice. Three o'clock. Yeah, exactly. So all right, Drew, bring this puppy home. We got to go to work because Drew will talk about this I will. forever. I mean, yeah, no, true. Listen, true. Th- there are going to be probably two more trailers and there's going to be two more trailer talks. At least it might just be, and it might just be me. <laughs> uh, and everybody else will just go away because they're tired of listening I'll to me. Um, <laughs> we'll be yeah. there. I'll listen just to <laughs> argue. I like that. The first rule of book yeah. club, you do not talk I about mean, book yeah, club. You're not wrong. That we yes. should take that. It's exclusive. Exclusive book club. Um, yes, thanks, everybody, uh, for joining us and letting, letting me nerd out on Star Wars for an hour and uh, not letting anybody else talk. Sorry for raining on your prayer. No, dude. I, no, listen, I, 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 I'm the first to... He's here for it. Everything I said, I had to look up, buddy. <laughs> Everything I had to do, I had to look up. Because I had... I, I fucking know. Dude, I'm Dark the first to shit on Star Wars, Vader. even though I love it so much. <laughs> that, that, that's, listen, I will... I will Like, if somebody wants to literally just, like, listen to me bitch about, like, the mistakes that they've made, uh, I will do that, too. You're so, you're so fucking lying. If somebody in the studio says they don't like Star Wars, everybody collectively goes... <gasps> And they all look at you. Dude, that's not true. I, I know why. Lightsaber so drops on the floor. I mean, people do that. I know. Because they know I'm a fan. But I, listen, I'm the first to say that like there are bad Star Wars moments. Like, And there's plenty of them to, oh, yeah. to discuss. Well, light her up and yeah. take us oh, out yeah, here. Dude, I forgot. <laughs> oh, it sounds so good. And it feels good in your hands. And I'm talking about this lightsaber. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.